0: I mean, these ESPY folks, they wanted me to say all this stuff to mock athletes and coaches. I said, no, absolutely not. I'm not going to do it. And here are a few of the jokes that I hated the most, (laughs) because I would never say these ever. Like this one, last year's LA Rams are the subject of the critically acclaimed docu-series All or Nothing, spoiler, it's nothing. Coach Sean McVeigh is here. Sean, if anybody wanted me to say that in Los Angeles, of all places, I'm not doing that. (laughs) What a terrible year for the Knicks. They had to escort a former legend out of the building for acting like a crazy person. Then there was that whole thing with Charles Oakley. Bill Jackson's Knicks are the most embarrassing thing to happen in New York sports, and that includes the time Mark Sanchez ran full steam up his teammate's anus and fumbled a football.
1: <laughs> Our number two here on the Sports Blast ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHRadio.com, She Sharma, Dave Pollard, and Mark Lazell taking you up till two p.m. this afternoon. Uh, I, I know you didn't watch the SPs this not, past week, Mark. Not a Mark. chance. Uh, Dave, you didn't either, right? I did not. There was nothing else <laughs> on after the All-Star game the night before, so I was watching it, and Pete Manning S- killed League it. Summer League basketball was on, all right? Summer League basketball, fine, I'll give you that one. Alonzo yeah. Ball's killing it, by the way. He is. Uh, but... Hey, uh, by the way, before we get to the ESPYs, uh, Rajon Rondo, apparently one-year deal with the Pelicans. Just want to get that out there. I'll nice that to addition. my update as yep. well. Back with Boogie Cousins. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the SPs were actually really good with Peyton Manning.
2: I mean, he killed it. He was hilarious. Yeah. I think he's funny. I mean, I don't think he's, uh, like, Bill Burr or Louis C.K. No, he's not like Bill that. Burr. Oh, there's only one
1: Bill Burr. There's only one Louis
2: C.K. I mean, yeah, he's not a comedian. Probably, like, 500 other comedians that are funnier than Peyton Manning. But, I mean, he's, uh, he's funny. You know, yeah. he's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah I like how some zingers there.
3: I like how he Those jokes were good, but yeah. I doubt he wrote them. Exactly. Oh, of
2: course he didn't write them. No. And,
3: and usually whoever hosts usually writes their Right. Right. The, the
2: delivery is solid for a guy who is, you know, a. Pro quarterback and yeah. Really this isn't his thing But it could be He was great on SNL uh, The couple times sure. He was on yeah. it So Papa John's commercials Yeah we've seen Manning Papa with John's it. commercials He's got a good enough Personality to be able To pull this stuff off So Well
1: we also have Some other cuts Of some things that he said uh, Why don't we go ahead And roll some of those
0: And our gymnastics team Was so dominant That Kevin Durant Told me he wants to play For them next year
1: now, if you looked at <laughs> that, if you looked at funny. that, the camera cut to Kevin Durant, and he, I mean, obviously he was in on the joke, because they do this kind of stuff at the Oscars and stuff like that, and the camera cut to him, and
2: he was clearly not pleased, and then yeah. he was like, Russell Westbrook, what do you think? And then it went right to Russell Westbrook, I, it was hilarious. I still feel like with some of these, uh, Peyton Manning maybe needs a little bit of help. Little
0: bit. And our gymnastics team was so dominant that Kevin Durant told me he wants to play for them next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's too
3: good.
1: There we go. <laughs> yeah, a little it Seinfeld in little thing there. Yeah, sure.
3: Yeah. No, that he is a funny guy. It just comes out like weird when he, when he says it. The delivery, like he says, <laughs> just tough. I,
2: I really, think he's actually. Critic. I think his delivery is pretty solid, honestly. For, I agree. Again, just for a guy that doesn't do this for a living. Maybe this is what he's going to be doing. He's going to be hosting more shows and, you know, sort of doing his comedy bits up here. But, again, I don't, I don't think he writes these jokes. I,
1: no, but I could totally see
2: him as, like, a late-night talk show host. Could you, you? You know why I know he doesn't write these jokes? Because this next one was actually too good.
0: Because I'm being forced to say it, I love that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick won their fifth Super Bowl. All right, all right, all right. Enough of that crap. Enough of that, all right? Enough of that. But, you know, I really do feel for the Falcons. Because, you know, I've been there. I know how tough it is to lose the Super Bowl, but I'm telling you, I believe in the Falcons. I believe in Matt Ryan, Dan Quinn, and I know in my heart, the Falcons will be back, right? The Falcons will be back. And I want the Falcons to hear that from me now, at the beginning of the show, because I know they'll stop paying attention three quarters of the way in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that one was good. That's a good one. That one was good. <laughs> okay,
1: I like That's, that it was sort of a slow burn joke. Exactly.
2: Too. That's got all the makings of a good joke. Yeah. First of all, you you bring up a situation that people are like, "Oh, this could be a touchy subject." Then you sort of take them back by being like, "Now I believe in Matt Ryan. I believe in the Falcons." You compliment And then you just knock them. Yeah. them right back down. Yep.
1: Yeah. It's, it's I mean the, the monumental failure of the Atlanta Falcons' Super Bowl 51 is something that will be talked about. We talk about how we're going to be talking about Pablo Sandoval for decades. This is going to be talked about for centuries. Did you have the John Cena cut? I don't believe we have a cut of John Cena. What did he say? No, uh, the joke
3: was around like John Cena. He uh, Peyton was like, now John Cena is a true athlete. Ryan Lochte, on the other hand... <laughs> <laughs> I forget what he, he said. said
1: I, he said something like John Cena. Yeah, I remember now. John Cena is just about as much of an athlete as Ryan Lochte is a reliable witness. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. And, and, then, and, and then he, he cut goes, to Phelps. He's, right, he's like, by, "Am I right, Phelps?" Right, Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's too good. Good stuff. Yeah, I I, I thought it was Larry. Oh well, I thought you didn't watch the ESPYS, Mark. No, I watched the videos on Instagram. Yeah, see, yeah, that's the thing. That's what you you got to do. To tune in. You don't have to watch it live. That's true. No, these guys were giving me uh, giving me a hard time because I was like, wow, Peyton Manning's killing it. And then Mark and Brian were like, you got, you're watching the ESPYS? Yeah. What's wrong with you? And
3: and then you tried changing the subject, and I go, yeah, but that doesn't matter. I was trying to get out of it. And you were like, don't try to sneak out of this. I
1: know you're watching the ESPYS. It was nothing else on, Mark. <laughs> it was pretty good, though. <laughs> it was. It was. I liked the show. I mean, like, in general, the SPs are a joke. Okay, they are. No one gives a crap about the awards that are handed out, especially teams like the Golden State Warriors, who just got, like, best team, which I thought was a joke in itself. Yeah, but. They just got the, L- uh, I almost said the Lombardi trophy. <laughs> they just got the uh, Larry O'Brien. Larry O'Brien. They yeah. don't care about this damn stupid ESPYs trophy that they just got. So the whole thing is a joke. But like I said, what was more of a joke was that the Warriors beat the Cubs for Best team. Yeah, I mean, come on! You're talking about a team that just broke a 108-year curse, right? Vanquished, you know this this got this monkey off their back for over a century, and you're giving it to the team that just signed Kevin Durant and then made not even an improbable run to the finals. Everyone knew it was going to be them with Cleveland. But what's more popular?
3: Them- what's more popular? That's what it comes down to. It's basketball it's over baseball. Contest. Well,
2: I I mean, I don't actually think that the ratings bear that out. I think baseball no, has higher ratings than basketball, but people know about basketball than they know about baseball. Well, they well, more because over they're the more about it. They're more they're more
3: because vocal the stars fans.
1: the stars in that sport are more marketable. Absolutely,
3: right. but uh, I, I think Kevin Durant was a little butthurt at the end when you know Russell Westbrook won best male athlete as well. Oh,
1: I mean, how come on? Like the guy averages triple double, the first guy to do it. For in a season since Oscar Robertson,
3: no, I'm just saying it's a bad taste in his mouth just because he doesn't want to see his former teammate. You know th- that joke. It really was all about Russell Westbrook at the end of the night, and Kevin Durant. You know he's a guy that wants to be in in the you know spotlight, and uh, he didn't get his spotlight. He was just sitting there taking bad jokes from Peyton Manning the entire night. But you I mean, can't he- handle the
1: truth. Well, the thing is, and I'm glad you brought that up. With Kevin Durant, when it panned over to him, when Peyton Manning made that zinger, where he's just like, "Oh, Kevin Durant wants to." Can we do we have that cut still? The one where uh, Peyton Manning was talking about Kevin Durant joining the U.S. Uh- and our
0: yeah. team was so dominant that Kevin Durant told me he wants to play for them next year.
1: <laughs> like the thing that's funny about that <laughs> is some people thought that Kevin Durant was genuinely mad about that. Like.
2: It might have been. No, yeah. it
1: was clearly a a, a, a shtick. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was, well, he was
2: obviously going to be ready for the joke, even if he wasn't told about the joke beforehand. There's a camera in he his was face, so along. he knows that it's coming. Yeah, he
1: was playing along. I mean, like we see this all the time at the Oscars. I mean, you remember a couple of years ago where Alec Baldwin had that thing with George Clooney, where you know he was saying something. He's like, "Well, I'm glad to see all of you here at the Oscars today." Except one of you, and then he just stares at George Clooney, and then George Clooney gives it right back to him. Yeah. And people actually thought they legitimately had a beef. <laughs> no, and it's, so a, it's a little staged. bit
2: like uh, Kimmel and uh, Exa- Matt Damon. Yeah,
1: that's another great example. Yeah, people are too stupid to see that Kevin Durant was in on the joke. Yeah, but his mom wasn't his mom
3: laughing? She was laughing
2: her ass off. <laughs>
3: yeah, I Thanks, mom. I think it's. I mean, it, it's hard to like say though, because Kevin Durant, you know, he just doesn't show any emotion sometimes, so you don't know if he's like what he's thinking. If yeah, he's, he's laughing, he's not Tim uh, Duncan. He yeah, doesn't he show he a might lot of emotions. have been emotion, a little bit heard over it. Who
2: yeah. knows?
1: Yeah, but that's kind of like when you're going to any type of awards show, though, it's kind of like a semi-roast yeah. if you're sitting in yeah, the yeah, audience. you know you're going to get roasted. You know, it's not necessarily the roast of David Ortiz. That was just ridiculous if you watch that whole uncensored thing with Gronk and uh, Pedroya. What
3: about Julian like, Edelman's joke on uh, Peyton Manning?
1: Well, that was good. Yeah, I liked that. We don't have the cut of that, but Julian Edelman, when he accepted the award for best game for Super Bowl 51 on behalf of the Patriots, he said, you know, I never thought I'd say this, but Manny's kind of killing it. You know, and then he said, well, we are indoors. So right. there's that. <laughs> so I thought that was great, too. See, it's everyone is fair game and things like this. And speaking of Julian Edelman, I'm just speaking of butthurt, too. I'm butthurt. Julian Edelman lost best play to Aaron Rodgers. Now, I know that play. You guys remember Aaron Rodgers connected with Jared Cook in the NFC Divisional game? That was a great thing. On throw. that sideline pass. But are you Ryan's freaking throw kidding Matt Ryan's to Julio me? was a That was better. also amazing. Yeah. But, I mean, like, nothing against Aaron Rodgers and Jared Cook. That was an amazing play. But we're talking about the NFC Divisional game versus Julian Edelman making one of the greatest catches in Super Bowl history in what became the greatest comeback of all time in the Super Bowl.
3: Who votes for him?
1: Who does vote for the S? It's the fans, right? It's a fan vote. I think it's the fans. I think it's a fan vote, right? I, I don't watch the SPS enough to know who votes, but who, I think it's Who up likes to the, the Patriots besides New England? Yeah, but it should be objective. It should be like, all right, I'm looking at the play. Not who so, made
2: it. So, I'm sorry, I just missed, uh, I was looking something up. What was so, this category? Jul-
1: so, this was best play. Best play. And Julian Edelman's catch in Super Bowl 51. Lost to what? Lost to Aaron Rodgers connecting with Jared Cook in the NF- For NFC. For the division. Hail Mary? No, 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 uh, no. The sideline pass. The sideline oh, pass. The one where he threw it to Jared Cook on the gotcha. tight window as he was falling out. Of- Great play. Come on, Great now, play.
2: Bro. I mean, that, really- play, that play, that moment, you know, the, the circumstances surrounding it, it was part of that huge comeback. It just like it's in the Super Bowl, like everything about that play was um, it, that's gonna live forever instilled in the minds of Patriots fans. Like, that is one of those moments that it was just unforgettable seeing the fingertips underneath the football right. come loose and then grab it again inches off the ground. I mean, that, that's I, I don't even care. That was
3: a <laughs> like, David Tyree moment. No, that, that, okay, that, that was like it's a sort of ma- of Malcolm wasn't. Butler interception moment. That's
2: one yeah. of those flat... Exactly. It's right up there with the Malcolm Butler interception in I terms of... can't even of remember if that one un, won. In terms of, like, unforgettable plays that are just sort of burned into your memory. I, I mean, I remember every little detail of that catch by Julian Because you've Edelman.
1: seen it a thousand
2: times. I how can, many times have
1: you seen the Aaron Rodgers
2: pass? No, that's what I mean. I can bear. And, I, of course, I might be biased. I'm a Patriots fan. But how many Packers fans are... You know, going back to the highlight reel to watch that play. They didn't even make it to the Super Bowl.
3: And that's why I Lame. Think, That's why I think the fans voted against the Patriots just because they are the New England Patriots. They only like to see them win things. Like, well, well,
2: the
1: Patriots did win <clears throat> excuse me, they did win best game for Super Bowl fifty one. But I guess you could say that they co won it with the Falcons because even though the Falcons lost it's best game, and right. it takes two to tango, and obviously one has to win and one has to lose, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like a joint award that the Patriots accepted. It's like, hey, Falcons, we did it. We got best game. Do they have best comeback?
3: Cause <laughs> hey, the that, Patriots I, don't would have... I
2: don't think that's a category, but Oh, yeah. it should
1: be. Yeah,
3: it should be. There's always comebacks. Always There's always back.
2: something crazy to look at in a calendar year full of sports where you could say, oh, wow, like unbelievable. I mean, math. the I Cubs came back from that. The Cubs
1: came back from a deficit with the Cleveland Indians, right? Weren't they down 3 yeah. 1 in their series? Yep. I might be making that up, but for some reason, I think they were down 3 I think it was two,
2: two, 2 1 or 3 1, something like that. Most clutch performance you could give to the rain in game seven? That was the greatest rain delay in MLB history. Most clutch rain delay ever for the Cubs. That totally...
1: (laughs) I remember when that happened. (laughs) That was a while. I remember when that happened, too. I was like... This literally swung the momentum back in favor of the Cubs. Yeah. Because at that moment, that was just after Rajay Davis hit the game-tying home run. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny because I was texting with my dad when that happened. And as Rajay Davis was coming into the box, he said, wouldn't it be hilarious if Rajay Davis just hits a home run here to tie it? And then it happened, and I was like, oh, my God, the Cubs are actually going to blow it again. This is going to be Moises Alou and Steve Bartman again, except you can't blame a fan for this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, you can blame yeah. yourself on yeah. it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, they're actually going to blow this. And then the rain came. And I remember just, I was at the Herald and I turned over to a, a guy that was sitting next to me at the, at the Herald and I said, you know what? This rain delay, he was a Cubs fan, by the way. This is going to save your team right now yeah. because this is going to give them a chance to regroup and they'll probably come back and score what will eventually be the game winning runs.
3: Well, the, the baseball gods wanted to happen and, and that's just, you know, the rain came and the Cubs won. So, I, I, best play, rain delay. A <laughs>
2: little, little bit of fate. Yeah, a little bit of the fate. That Best play. <laughs> <laughs>
3: just most clutch performance should have yeah. went to the rain. They, they should actually make a movie for the Cubs. I'm sure they
1: will.
2: Oh Well, they made fever pitch for the Red Sox, they but made that fever, was but prior making... to them actually winning. Right. Is, is
1: Bill Murray going to star in, in Yeah. The, hey, the speak, the why Cubs? not? Speaking right? of Bill Murray, before we hit the break here, did you guys see the Bill Murray, Nick Offerman, David Ross thing? No, but that's that not. was awesome. <laughs> Cri- no, it was cringeworthy. Really? really? It was surprising yeah. because you're talking about two hilarious comedians and one hilarious player. I mean, David Ross is a funny guy. Yeah. But it was just a bit that dragged on for way too long. Basically, when they were introducing, you know, uh, I forget what the category was. It might have been best team, best play, whatever. They were talking about the Cubs and them winning. And Nick Offerman and uh, Bill Murray, both huge Cubs fans, both from the north side Chicago, just came out there and they were popping champagne and talking. The bit just flopped, though. Yeah. it wasn't funny and that was sad and then they brought David Ross out he was pretending to be a janitor that just kind of accidentally entered on stage he had yeah. his hood up and then he t- like took off his hood from his sweatshirt and it revealed that he was David Ross and he just went into this weird you know dance thing I don't even know how to describe it but he started doing this weird dance yeah so the stars. YouTube, it, it
2: was just it was cringeworthy though
1: it Well, a lot funny. of the
2: things that the Cubs have done since winning the World Series have honestly been cringe-worthy. This you was you like, remember when they were on SNL and they got up there with Rizzo and Ross and I forget was, who that else? Was they, the, uh, that was kind uh, of the Dexter Fowler. Yeah, and they cheesy. started singing Go Cubs Go on yeah. the SNL set. That's not comedy. No. What are you doing? It's cheesy. Off the well, if you guys it's look totally at this, cheesy. when we
1: go to commercial, I'll show you. It was, just, it was the weirdest thing. He was doing some kind of interpretive dance. David Ross.
3: Well, because he performed in uh, Dancing with the Stars.
1: That's yeah, I no, oh, yeah. get that. I get it's a throwback to his performance on Dancing with the Stars, but I, I don't even know totally how to describe like it. it. Basically, if you're listening right now, just YouTube it or don't because it's going to be so D- cringe worthy. Don't do it. But it was just it was
2: terrible. And I, I didn't wouldn't. understand what they were doing. We'll watch it for you. Yeah, yeah. and then we'll we'll come or back we and tell won't, you what we saw, and we'll never speak about it again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> 603-883-9900. Gordon Hayward is officially a Boston Celtic. He signed his deal yesterday. We'll get into that next. On the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire. Don't go anywhere.
0: His team was so dominant that Kevin Durant told me he wants to play for them next year. <laughs>